Good morning, everyone. Good morning. If you have a Bible with you, could you please turn to Psalm 39, verse 7? This week, because of the Queen's death, I've decided to, uh, we paused our vision series that we were doing, and I'm speaking from Psalm 39. Of the, the morning before her death, or the morning of her death, I should say, I was reading Psalm 39, verse 7. And I was struck by the words I'm going to read to you in just a minute. Little knowing that that day, our Queen, having reigned for 70 years at the age of 96, would die. It was such a shock. We knew it was coming, didn't we? But it was also such a shock, wasn't it? I felt the same when, when um, Prince Philip died as well, actually. It was such a shock, having known it was coming. And uh, I felt the, these words struck me in that, that morning. And I felt then, then that I should... I thought the Holy Spirit was, was encouraging me to preach on these words to you today. So if you'd like to turn in Psalm 39, verse 7, it says this. But now, Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. Very simple. But now, at such a time as this, when I've been struck by reality, when I've been struck by death, when I've been struck by loss, but now, Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. It's such a powerful phrase, isn't it? Such a beautiful words. Lord, I pray this morning, as I speak on these words, give me grace, Holy Spirit, to speak your heart this morning and help each one of us to hear your voice, Holy Spirit. Help us. Give us grace to hear you. In Jesus' name, amen. So, but now, but now, at a time like this, when there's so much grief, uncertainty and temptation to fear, but now, we've passed through Brexit COVID, we're still passing through Brexit, aren't we? War, still continuing. The removal of a prime minister, the appointment of a new one, the fuel costs, the cost of living challenges, inflation. We could, we could throw in environmental issues as well, couldn't we? It's come to the fore as well. Many things, but now, at such a time as this, what will we do at such a time as this? God has sent this season for a reason. Let's not miss it. There is purpose in challenge and grief. It gets our attention like nothing else. We learn like never before when we're going through suffering. 
We learn like never before. It's a call, but now. Are our ears attentive? Jesus would often have to say these words. Let those with ears, let them hear. Do we have ears to hear today? Do we have ears at this time? Are we listening to God? Are we, are we believing that God is active, at work, wanting to speak to us and to you at this time, but now? Are we allowing God to get our attention? Are we like Jonah? Jonah was a man who ran away from God. God sent a storm to get his attention. And it says that Jonah went down into the depths of the boat and fell into a deep sleep. Jonah ran away from God. Jonah was, was hiding from God. He wasn't listening to God. He didn't want to hear God. God sent a storm to get his attention. And the, the, the ship's captain went to him and said, what are you doing? Asleep at such, he didn't say this, this is a paraphrase, at such a time as this, but now, what are you doing asleep? He's, the captain, who is a non-believer, it says in here, says to Jonah, get up, wake up, pray, perhaps your God will hear you. He gets rebuked by someone who doesn't even believe in his God. Get up, pray, perhaps your God will hear you. But now, are we asleep? Are we awake to God's voice at this time? Let's hear him. Let's hear. Let's hear what he's got to say to us. What do I look for? But now, what do I look for? What am I looking for? In times of death, grief, uncertainty, what do I look for? Where am I looking for hope? and strength? Where am I looking for, for security and joy when things are shaken? Mark Easton, Eastman wrote in an article on the BBC website, in bewildering days like these, the United Kingdom would instinctively look to its queen for reassurance. But this time, with the nation facing hard economic challenges amid constitutional and political upheaval, there is no calming presence from Her Majesty. The, the new king and the new prime minister, both only days into their roles, must find a way to guide an unsettled kingdom through troubling times. The immediate challenge for King Charles is to do what his mother was so good at, reassuring an anxious nation in times of change. Where do we look for, for hope? Our new monarch, King Charles, where do we look for? for? To politicians? Are we looking to the economic skill of those who are over our economy? Where, what are we trusting in when things are shaken? But now, what do I hope for? What do I look to? 
May we be humbled at this time to turn to Jesus, the King. We sang that song, All Hail the Lamb. At such a time as this, God gets our attention to turn to him. Turn to him, turn to the rock that is higher than I. Turn to the unshakable King of Kings, whose reign never ends, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Though all around me give way, my hope is in the Lord. May that be the case anyway. But now, what do I look for? What do I look for? What do you look for? God is getting our attention to look to him. To look to him fundamentally. Fundamentally. My foundation is on the rock of Jesus Christ and his reign, his salvation, his rule. He rules the nations unchanged. In the book of Revelation, it talks about the Lamb of God sat down. When it talks about being sat down, these are symbolic ideas of, of it being finished, of him being at rest. Of, he's not fretting right now. He's not fretting over war. He's not fretting over political pro problems. He's not fretting over... Uh, he's not fretting. He's ruling. He's reigning. And we must learn to get our peace and rest in him. That's what God wants us to look for. That's what he wants us to hear. He wants to humble us at this time. My hope is in you. Well, actually, rather, it says this in Psalm 119. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I obey your word. It was good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. You see, what happens is when we are challenged and faced with grief and suffering and difficulty, it's, to, it's bad, it's, it's a, it's, but there's a medicine in it that causes us and humbles us to turn to God and seek him again in a fresh way. But now, what do I look for? Thirdly, finally, my hope is in you. My hope is in you. Like the psalmist, may we learn to say that in a fresh way today. My hope, my hope is in you. After the death of her father, King George VI, 25-year-old Elizabeth was called upon to assume the throne. I don't know what you were like at 25 years old. I don't know how you'd feel about taking that role on at 25, recently married, suddenly your life is turned upside down. I, I wouldn't want to do it, would you? I wouldn't want to be every day on duty, every day shaking millions, you know, not every day, but over millions of people rise, rise, raising yourself up to bring your best to serve people. Lines and lines and lines of people reading 
government articles every day, every day, every day, service, service. We can romanticise these things, can't we? 25 years old, thrust into such a position. The death of her father at that time as well, the grief of that, having to step up and lead. That is, that is incredible. This was a but now, Lord, what do I look for moment for her, was it not? I mean, just imagine it. You are a young person. Just imagine it. You are suddenly on, on the money. You're suddenly, your image is everywhere. So much expectation on your shoulders. To carry that with a constant, well, I'm sure she wasn't under, she was under the surface, she wasn't joy, joyful all the time, but she presented herself dignified and joyfully, didn't she? She said this on her first Christmas speech at the age of 25 in 1952. After this moment of crisis, this but now, what do I look for moment for her, she says to us, pray for me. That God may give me wisdom and strength to carry out the solemn promises I shall be making. That I may faithfully serve him and you all the days of my life. Pray for me. May we, at times of trial and grief and loss and suffering, turn to God. What do I look for? My hope is in you. My hope is in prayer. My hope is in dependence on God. With him, I can do it. I can, I can walk this path. You can walk the path ahead of you in God's strength. You can do it in God's strength. In God, we trust. You can walk this path. Don't know what the path ahead of you is. Don't know how long your life is. I don't know what the challenges that are being called upon for you in your life. I don't know where you wince, where you feel it's too much for you. Pray for me, may you say. Pray for me. My hope is in God. Times of shaking and insecurity, we are to call upon God. The, look to the unshakable and unending reign of Christ. He's our hope. My hope is in you. But now, Lord, what do I hope for? My hope is in you. My hope is in you for this life. 
I trust in your unshakable love and reign in this life. Each day, each challenge, what is facing me, every loss. When I feel I can't, the song we sang, didn't we? He will hold me fast. When I feel my faith will fail, when I am, when I am struggling, I am going to choose to trust in Christ in this life. He's my hope in this life. In all circumstances, I will pray in all circumstances because my hope is in him. I will pray for the nation. I will pray for the government. I will pray for the royal family. I will pray for our economy. I will pray for Ukraine. I will pray for peace. I will pray for the nation. I will pray for the church. I will pray for everything that worries and concerns me because my hope is in him. Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says it so well. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer, petitions, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. If you want to know the peace of God, if you want to know the peace of God in the grief and loss, suffering and shaking of this world, pray. My hope is in you. How do I know my hope is in God? I pray about everything. I trust him for everything, and I pray about everything. Nothing too big, nothing too small. My hope is in him for this life. My hope is in him for life after death. My hope is in him. You know, death and grief reminds us of death. Does he not? You, we've come face to face with a public, with, with the with our queen's death brings us face to face with death. And the shortness, even, even a life of 96 years, is but a breath. You've seen the pictures. You've seen the videos. You can see her life in pictures. You can see the videos of her being a, a young girl. Like the children in our children's work right now. Black and white. Well, some of them actually in colour. You can see the images of her being a young girl in the Second World War, serving. You can see her on VE Day coming out. You can, you can, you can see her through the years meeting different people. And you can see her at the end, can't you? Appointing Liz Truss as our new Prime Minister. You can see her life in, in pictures in, in, in a couple of minutes. That's us. It's all of us. It's all of us, guys. We are children, we're middle, we're end. It happens so quickly. Even a life of 96 years is but a breath. This brings us face to face with the brevity of life and the need to invest it well. 
You can't waste it. You can't waste the days of our lives. Just, just wasting them, wasting our time. And I leave that with you to pray about how you will invest your life for the glory of God and for, for true service, for true good. Hope, my hope is in you for life after death. The Queen's death. This psalm that I looked at, we're looking at Psalm 39, just prior to the words I've read, say this. Show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. Hear that prayer? Let me know how fleeting my life is. We need revelation, we need help to understand this. Because we, we all live like we've got time to waste, I, I do. We need God's help to see that our life is fleeting and that we need to invest it and not waste it. Every part of it should be invested. Even your, um, the things we do for recreation are an investment. I'm not saying they're a waste of time. Recreation, is got, it's in the word, recreation. Make sure whatever you're doing with your downtime is helping you to get up. Recreation should be recreation. It shouldn't make you miserable. It shouldn't make you unhealthy. It shouldn't depress you. It shouldn't destroy your spirit and soul. It should encourage you. Make sure we do that, by the way. Show me, it says here, the psalmist. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days but a handbreadth. The span of my years is as nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seem secure. So the queen seems secure. Prince Philip, they seem secure. They seem like they're going to go on forever. No, even the secure are but a handbreadth and are mortal, all of us. And, but now, but now, what do I look for? But now, a time like this, what do we look for? We look, we look for God to see that there is life after death in him. The Queen's death is a reminder of our great hope of eternal life and hope of resurrection in Christ, which all who die in Christ enjoy. Many have spoken, haven't they, of, of the help that the Queen's faith gave to her. They say she was a woman of faith, that it gave her strength and help. I think uh, what a lot of people mean by that is that she was playing mind games that she had faith in something outside of herself, so it helped her. Christians, we believe, not, not, we're not playing mind games, we're believing in, in, we're believing in someone outside of ourselves who is actually risen from the dead and who actually gives us his Holy Spirit to live this life. But they said this, didn't they? They talked about her faith. Many have mentioned that the, of the Christian hope that she had. 
And I just want to say to you now, if the I, we don't know the, the, the true state of the Queen's faith, and, but I'm trusting that she believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. And she spoke a lot, didn't she, about her faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He says this, for example, well, actually, just, just, just hang on for a minute. But do we know and realise that if the, if the Queen, which we trust she did, had a true faith in Jesus Christ, that she is more alive now than she's ever been? That, that's not what the politicians, a lot of them, are, talking, are thinking about, are they? They're thinking her faith gave her help in this life. For Christians, we believe our faith gives us help in this life, hope in this life, and hope beyond death. We believe she is alive now, worshipping God, worshipping Jesus in his presence, along with all the crowds. It's all level, saved by grace alone, not because she was uh, a woman of service, not because she's a woman who did good and so on, but because she believed on the Lord Jesus Christ alone for her salvation. She was a sinner just like every one of us. If she believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, which we trust she did, she is now more alive than she ever was when she was here. And that's the hope that we have. But now, what do I look for? My hope is in the Lord. My hope in this life, my hope for the next life. Death, suffering, lifts our eyes to see these things. And Prince Charles, Charles in his speech, said these words rather poetically. To my darling mama, as you begin your last great journey to join my dear papa, I would simply say this, thank you. Thank you for your love and devotion to our family and to the family of nations you have served so diligently all these years. May flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. In this rather poetic language, there is faith, and I trust it's more than poetry, but there is the hope that beyond death, we, we, we move to that realm we call heaven. We, we move to that realm. We leave behind the suffering. We leave behind our suffering, our bodily suffering. And we enter the glory of God because Jesus died for us. That's the hope. We trust that that's what she's enjoying right now. And death and suffering, but now moments, cause us to see that hope. May it cause you to see that hope again, afresh. To see that this life is but a breath, but a hand's breath, but a beginning, a middle, and an end. And then there is eternal life for all who have put their faith on the Lord Jesus Christ. And that hope is, that, that invitation is open to anyone today who hasn't yet done that. The Queen spoke of her faith in Christ. Throughout her life, she expressed her devotion to Jesus. So, for example, in the year 2000, she said, For me, the teachings of Christ and my own personal accountability before God provide a framework in which I try to lead my life. And she said in 2011, Forgiveness lies at the heart of the Christian faith. Forgiveness lies 
Forgiveness in Jesus Christ lies at the heart of the Christian faith. And Jesus says these words. I am, he said to Mary, who is suffering grief, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. Whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Anyone who lives believing in him will never die. If you have put your hope in the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, you will never die. He is the resurrection and the life. This is Jesus. Our hope is in him. Let me, I will read this. Tim Farron's tribute, if you heard it. As has been said, Her Majesty did not seek her office, but she practiced it with utter humility. The most famous human being on planet Earth, and yet she acted with the grace and humility that none of us here, no offense, please, has ever managed to match. She was a constant to us all, but... As has been said already, the constant in her life was her faith in Jesus Christ. Let us remember this. For many people, it may be a perfunctory ceremonial faith, but for her, it was not. It was a living, active faith in a living saviour. Let us remember this. We have sung for 70 years God save the Queen. If her faith is accurate, I am certain it was, God has saved the Queen. We now transfer our allegiance to King Charles, who I am proud, to, to, proud and honoured to serve. God save the King. Do we believe in salvation? That's what Tim Farron say. Do we believe in, in the resurrection and the life of Jesus Christ, our hope beyond death? But now, perhaps Jason, if you'd like to come up. But now, Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. But now, at such a time as this, times of death, grief, challenge, insecurity, in the storm, what do I look for? What do you look for? Where will you place your hope? David said, I want to say, will you say my hope is in you? I'm going to sing it in a minute. My hope is in you. My hope is in you for this life expressed in prayer about everything. My hope is in you for life after death because we believe that Jesus died for us. I would trust this week, as you go through this week, perhaps you want to just take these words and memorise them. But now, Lord, what do I hope for? What do I look for, rather? My hope is in you. And just meditate on them. 
each day. May God transfer our hope from all other things. May we have ears to hear at this time what God is calling us to, which is to put our hope afresh in the Lord Jesus Christ and his unshakable reign. Let's stand together. Let's worship.